Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, by far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's solo recording right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm going to teach you how and what to say no to in regards to specific skin gimmicks that I see all the time. Say no to these skin gimmicks. Trust me, you're going to save yourself tens of hours of research and maybe hundreds and if not thousands of dollars. So do you want to say no? to things that are going to empty your pocketbook and end up in the product where, end up in the drawer where products go to die. I see this all the time in my consults with one-on-one clients. They're like, Rachel, what products should I use? What rejuvenation options should I, should I spend time on? I find it's really confusing looking at all these options. What do I do? And I'm very happy to provide this information to those who are ready, willing, and able to receive my insights. So learn to say no to these skin gimmicks. Number one is facial yoga. I see products and courses being sold all the time on facial yoga. I don't love the concept of facial yoga. When I see things being taught, I take one look at the instructor and often, more often than not, I can actually tell that they're getting rejuvenation procedures. So they're trying to sell you this dream. Do these facial exercises and you're gonna get this face. And I find that really misleading and very frustrating because I can see right through this. So I'm telling you right now, say no to facial yoga. Do yoga for the body instead. Yoga is incredible for grounding the body, getting you in your body and being embodied. And it's fantastic for developing your body's stability and flexibility and a little bit of strength as well. Don't forget to incorporate strength and conditioning training as well as cardiovascular training. Those three concepts, strength, cardio, and flexibility are three key elements that I see my most radiant clients doing in their lives. And I speak to this in my ebook, Unlocking Your Vitality. It's basically a playbook of what I see my most high vibrating clients doing that are usually in their 60s to 90s. So instead of doing facial yoga, do facial gua sha instead. And I actually teach a tutorial in my skin camp programs on how to actually use your fingers instead of say using a jade roller or a gua sha stone, which in my opinion can be a little too, too pulling on the skin, it can actually lead to stretching of the skin. 
Floppy eyelid syndrome is actually a thing that is, and I, I have 11 plus years in ophthalmology oculoplastics. Floppy eyelid syndrome is noted when people rub their eyes too much and they stretch their eyelids too much. So there are specific ways to apply your products morning and evening with every single step through cleansing, through applying your eye cream, your antioxidant serum, your moisturizer, your sunscreen to actually incorporate facial gua sha into your AM and PM skincare routines. So join me in the washroom and I will walk you through exactly how I perform facial gua sha to my face and my neck. And that's all done in my skin camp with skin camp happening right now. Register early for early bird savings before the second of next month and save a few hundred dollars on your registration. That's how you get the real raw unedited version of me. So instead of facial yoga and instead of say using a jade roller, that time that you would have spent using a jade roller, which is like a piece of jade on a roller that you rub all over your face, Honestly, your fingers are going to do as good of a job, if not, I think better, because actually in your fingertips, your fingertips, your, your index finger and your middle finger, your hands and your faces, actually your heart too, are the highest emitters of light on the body. So why not supercharge your face with your own fingertips with the actual measurable light that can come off of those aspects of your body. So instead of using a jade roller, try dermal rolling instead. Now there is a lot to know about at-home dermal rolling and at-home microneedling. Buyer beware, there's a lot of subpar rollers on the market that contain heavy metals that are actually an alloy instead of surgical steel or titanium. And then there's also the question of which products to use beforehand and after dermal rolling. And again, that is something I walk my one-on-one -on -one clients through and actually take you into my washroom and show you how to dermal roll and then apply your products correctly as well. Dermal rolling to the face, eyelids, lips, neck, chest, and hands are things that I love to teach my clients. Obviously, I can't show you that here on the podcast. So dermal roll and do your own facial gua sha with your own fingertips instead of facial yoga or using a jade roller or some type of crystal or stone. However, body yoga and gua sha on the body with some type of stone, uh, this is actually often done in traditional Chinese medicine, that can be fantastic at straightening out and smoothing your fascia. Use your fingers, to, your fingers instead to perform your own facial massage and keep the fascia on your face nice and smooth. And one of the reasons why women get more, more cellulite than men is because the fascia on women can tend to be a little bit less organized and smooth and parallel. And then you have these little pockets of fat that kind of pop through and then you get the appearance of cellulite. So there is a difference between the ladies and the gents in regards to the skin and the fascia and all of that. So I just wanted to add that little extra bonus point. Another option to say no to in regards to skin gimmicks are social media gadgets that claim more collagen, better nutrient delivery, and have one of the things that you can pretty easily do on your own when you're researching something is look at the science tab on the company's website. I actually did this just the other day. I was looking at a product and I go right to their science tab and it's, they got one paper, they did the study themselves on like 12 people 
and it was kind of bogus in my opinion. The other thing I've seen on social media gadgets that either my clients will email me or podcast listeners at info at rachelvarga.ca, I get such a kick out of this stuff. And it's, it's that research tab, it's that science tab. Sometimes it can look like science and research in the form of a blog article. One of the things you really need to look at though is if the company themselves did the study or if they had a third party independent company that reviewed the product. So just some easy things to look for when you're researching social media gadgets that are just claiming you know, really good claims and they have these very convincing before and after photos. More often than not, when I see a skincare product or gadget that is being highlighted and sold on social media, I can take one look at that before and after photo and pretty easily determine if someone's had an upper or lower eyelid surgery or a facelift or facial injectables and lasers. Now, oftentimes companies will use those type of photos to get you to buy the product. They're preying on your fear, but it's up to you to become more of a conscious consumer and say no to these particular skin gimmicks. The other thing I want you to say no to are things like social media supplements and skincare that claim more collagen, nutrient delivery, and have bogus science tabs on their website that are just blogs or small study base performed by the company themselves. Again, they have to have that third-party unbiased testing and have been on the market and tried and true with the delivery system and studies on the general population for seven to eight years. That's why some of the best supplements on the market for the immune system, in my opinion, when I started taking uh, the Immune Active that you can get on my e-store and the Dermal Formula, I noticed a huge shift in my skin, just chakra blocking my body full of antioxidants and omegas that have been studied and been on the market for 15 to 35 years, and especially in these particular formulations. So those are the companies that I trust and distill down to you on my e-store. Supplements that have been formulated for at least 15 to 35 years and have third-party independent lab testing. You have to be really careful with some of these skincare products and supplements that you could be buying off third-party auction websites. And I've, I actually was looking on a website once and noticed, oh, there's this ad for turmeric. Okay, clicked on that ad for turmeric and saw that it was actually, um, it was made by Amazon. And then I read the fine print and saw that they actually perform their own studies. So that's a red flag. They have to have the third party independent lab testing in order to validate what's actually in the product and if it works or not. So that's the whole concept of third party independent lab testing because if the company does their own research, they're gonna publish whatever the heck they want and it can be misleading. So you need that third party independent lab testing. The other thing I would love for you to say no to are brand new revolutionary in-clinic procedures that again claim more collagen, skin lifting, skin tightening, better nutrient delivery, and again have those bogus tabs on the company website that look more like blogs or again a small study and don't have third-party unbiased testing. Fat reduction Rejuvenation procedures are also, I would say, in this category as well. 
I spent a good two to three years getting my hands on some of the best in-clinic lasers on the market. It took a long time. So I had the ability to have these lasers and other things in my hands and actually try them out on clients. And some of the technologies the client didn't want to proceed with, it was too painful despite having wonderful topical numbing cream applied, or the downtime was far too long for the outcome, the benefits and the outcome, or it was just too expensive to provide. And a lot of times the pain points that I hear my clients relate to me in a one-on-one -on -one session is they went into the clinic and they had this rejuvenation procedure and they were completely underwhelmed. Now, I'm not gonna say exactly what those are of like my blacklist or exactly what to say no to here on the show because I recognize that some of you listening here are also fellow, fellow practitioners and I don't wanna put down uh, some of the things that you may have uh, from a business perspective for you. However, if you pay me in a one-on-one -on -one session or take my skin camps, you are going to get that more off the cuff, real raw unedited version of me. Pay me for that additional insight and trust me, I'm gonna help you save thousands on things that are very underwhelming, however, that are very readily available and heavily marketed. So if we go back to fat reduction options on the market that either use energy, they use heat, or they use cold, a lot of these options have been like the science of how the heat, cold, and energy work have actually been studied since the 80s on some of these technologies in the clinic. However, there's also new systems that are always being flushed out and what I've seen is the first generation of these body contouring technologies, they go through the second or third generation of the tech because the first tech that they created, there are some issues, there's some side effects, it was too painful. Then they make a second generation, it gets a little bit better, and then the third one is even better. So I don't recommend jumping on this new bright, shiny rejuvenation option in clinic. You really want to wait for the tech to honestly, in my opinion, be on the market for at least seven to eight years and be the second or third generation of that specific technology. The other thing I really want you to learn to say no to are brand new and revolutionary injectables and procedures that claim to lift, that claim to tighten, that have all these vitamins and nutrients in it and all these things. Now, one of the things that I've also seen here is that new injectables now are piggybacking on existing ones or simply a new rebrand. And what, can, what injectables are under the, uh, what is encompassed in that term, rejuvenation injectables, are things like neuromodulators or dermal fillers. Neuromodulators help to soften the message from the nerve to the muscle, which is why facial yoga and facial exercising doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it's completely counter to what you know, some of the most well-known and studied options are out there in the rejuvenation world. The other thing that I'd like to just quickly touch on here are the, the things that revolumize the face. So dermal fillers, there's also biostimulatory products that essentially tell your body to make more elastin and collagen by stimulating the fibroblasts. Now, in my experience, what I'm seeing now are new branded things and it's kind of like one product that a company figured out how to like make some shift, a really minor shift actually in the formulation and then they can throw their own patent on it. 
Now, again, that's somewhat of a new thing. And if we think about what happened in the past with thalidomide, now this was devastating. Uh, new mothers were given this medication that helped with nausea and some children were literally born missing limbs. And that was from one small chiral center difference in the molecule. And when we're working with new products, we have to be aware that if something's just slightly adjusted and then it's just popped on the market, there's gonna be things that could potentially pop up. Nothing is ever safe and effective for everyone, okay? It's just impossible to ever make that kind of claim. Now, what we talk about here is also not medical information, it's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. But if you ever show up for a rejuvenation procedure and someone says, yes, this is 100%, nothing could possibly go wrong, a practitioner can legitimately never make that claim. That's why you sign a consent form because there's always a risk of things that could happen. And sometimes things that can happen can be mitigated or dealt with quickly and sometimes there aren't. So an example of this is I've seen issues in class action lawsuits 10 to 15 years down the line for certain facial injectables and fillers and the issues that arise are often precipitated when the client is sick, exposed to a pathogen, and or their toxic bucket, which you've heard me talk about all the time. We wanna keep that toxic bucket as empty as possible through purification of your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and regular detoxification practices to keep yeast, fungi, toxins, parasites, and things like mold as minimal as possible in the body. So if someone's toxic bucket is full, that can be one thing that breaks the camel's back. We've seen this with breast implants. Some people can handle breast implants just fine. Some people can handle rejuvenation just fine. However, if there's underlying health things like autoimmune conditions and other things, it cannot be a good idea. And this is actually what I've written in one of my, this concept is what I've written and had published in a UK medical journal, Journal of Aesthetic Nursing. You can actually read this open source paper at rachelvarga.ca research. I'm trying to create awareness around this concept of this toxic bucket and working from least invasive to more invasive only if you need to. The other thing I wanna highlight are threads are also an example of something that's relatively new or injectables that dissolve fat, like the double chin or are being used on other parts of the body. Now, I'd love for you to reference my jawline paper because I, I studied the jawline for a number of years and wrote a paper on optimal rejuvenation to the jawline. You can also find that on my research tab. What I was observing was Providing certain rejuvenation procedures to the jawline to shrink the jowls, to shrink the double chin, I was getting consistent results and the photos don't lie. This is how an objective practitioner works. They're taking really good before and after photos. They're taking photos of whoever they're performing the, the treatment on or for yourself if you're getting things. If they're not taking before and after photos, you need to really question where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> work with me, I'll help point you in the right direction of clinics in your area. I work with clients all over the globe. I'll pull out of my network and uh, give you some great options and guidance that way. So threads are also an example of something that's super new as well as fat dissolving injectables. Now that being said, some clients are, some, some practitioners are really skilled at these things 
and it's you know half art half science with this stuff so it's not about okay i see this discount for this thing i'm gonna go see this person for it and then you either don't really see much or it's just like okay that looks weird or you know waste of time and money or you have an issue so it really does come down to the skill of who's um, actually providing this stuff too so that's why i love teaching with my rejuvenationtraining.com other aesthetic doctors and nurses across the globe, either in their clinic or online, how to get consistent results for their clients in a more functional, holistic way. So reference, I, I'd love to point you to reference my jawline paper and my eye rejuvenation paper and my rejuvenation algorithm paper with other things and alternatives on my research page at rachelvarga.ca. The other thing I'm observing right now that I am actually really excited about, when I headlined an event in Florida a couple of months ago, there was a huge emphasis on things like stem cells and peptides. So here I am sitting in a room with about 30 to 40 of the nation's forefront peptide and stem cell specialists. These are like the cowboys right now, right? They're, you know, getting this product and delivering it in this way. And some people are getting better results than others. And so where I see the stem cell and peptide world is kind of where, you know, products like neuromodulators, brand names would be like Botox and stuff like that. Where they were in the 90s, I feel like the stem cells and peptides are where that category was in the 90s, where they are now. And I'm really excited to see the product innovation and also the application innovation that's going to come. And it's it's really exciting to literally be on the forefront and you know conversing back and forth with these leaders and experts. All right, so just wanna reiterate a couple of things here on what to say no to in the skincare and rejuvenation world is don't buy from third-party auction websites that could be selling you counterfeit products. That's why purchasing from my e-store is so easy. It makes it so easy. So are you exhausted doing research and overwhelmed with options that, and not knowing who to trust? It's really difficult. Do you want to continue wasting money on your skincare and not knowing which <laughs> rejuvenation options are available? I'm sure you don't want to be wasting any more time and money on this stuff. And it's it's so difficult for the consumer these days to navigate this stuff. That's why I'm doing this episode on what to say no to. So shop in my e-store instead and book a one-on-one. -on -one. The links to do just that are in the description of this episode. And use promo code PODCAST15 as a thanks for joining me on the podcast community here. And be sure to reference my rejuvenation algorithm paper. It's, I think, really interesting. That's why I wrote it. A bit of a disruptor in the plastic surgery and aesthetics community. And it's being very well received, thank goodness, because it could go either way. <laughs> when I first started talking about, you know, not doing this option and doing this one instead, the first time I presented, I, I thought the room, it was my providing optimal rejuvenation to the periocular area which means eye rejuvenation. And I was teaching an alternative to um, filler being placed in a certain area around the eyes. And I honestly, I thought the room was gonna be crickets and it was standing room only. You know, 10 people lined up to talk with me after I presented. So that just was a signal that there's lots of other practitioners out there that really care about this stuff and they care about you. However, 
the aesthetics world is becoming highly commoditized. And what that means is a lot of clinics are being bought up by corporate conglomerates. So at the end of the day, for a lot of these practices, the way they're run is the bottom line is the dollar amount not patient-centered care. So that's just like a tricky thing because yes, there's some sales involved with the aesthetics world with skincare and rejuvenation procedures, which is different than in the traditional uh, healthcare setting actually. So there, there is a slight difference in this world. And just so that you have an awareness of really what to say no to, I mean, this is just my, my opinion. Um, this is really why I write papers and what I teach the client and clinicians that are ready, willing, and able to listen and receive my clinical knowledge and experience since 2011 and 20,000 procedures later, um, writing a couple more academic articles, I actually just reached out to the journal um, that I'm considering publishing some of these things with uh, to see which, one, which paper they want because I'm doing a paper on electromagnetics in the skin, parasites in the skin, and blue light in the skin. I've got all the references that I need to have a solid and robust literary review. These three things are really important, in my opinion, for you all to be aware of. Again, electromagnetics in the skin, blue light in the skin, and parasites and the skin. Pretty wild topics. Um, there definitely should be some more awareness on this stuff because they are new things. Uh, all the electromagnetic stuff, we have only just been recently, over the last few years, been exposed to so much of this stuff. Same with LEDs and blue lights. Traditionally, your light bulbs used to be incandescent halogen. And then a couple of years ago, the LED came out and it was, you know, it's more cost effective, it lasts longer, all this stuff. However, it's not healthy the blue light actually reaches 100 nanometers deeper into the skin than what you get outside. So another thing to say no to is that voice in your head that might tell you, oh, I'm not leaving the house today. I'm working from home. I'm going to be on my phone and laptop. The light that's coming from your device is actually reaching 100 nanometers deeper than what you get outside. <laughs> yes, not to mention live streaming and working from your computer is almost just as bad as sitting next to your router. And if you're dealing with things like skin irritation, skin redness, and just acne that isn't going away, there absolutely could be a huge gut connection with parasites. So I've done a lot of deep dives on this content and I'm really looking forward to publishing those three papers this year. I'm gonna do it, just you wait. All right, so that's it for today's episode right here on the Rachel Varga Podcast, teaching you what to say no to in regards to skin gimmicks that are on the market that you're seeing on social media or that me may be getting offered to you. And I'm just really grateful you're here. <laughs> I know that you are going to learn to say no to these things now after listening to this episode and just being more conscious about what you're spending your time looking at, what you're spending your money on and to not go for that bright, shiny object. I know it's really hard when these the product images are really compelling or the words that are used to sell the product are super compelling and they're preying on your fear. This seven to eight year rule, I'm telling you, is definitely something that I've gone by for many years. I started telling my clients this many, many years ago. We're talking like 2015, I figured this out. You always wanna just pause, wait for tech and products to be dialed in 
and then wait for the technology and application to be honed in. And it really does, in my clinical experience, take that seven to eight years. I've seen this in body contouring. I've seen this in facial injectables. I've seen this with beauty supplements. I've seen this with at-home gadgets as well. Now, I will say that I, I am excited for certain at-home gadgets, and I actually have one of them on my e-store because it does actually work at opening up the gated channels in your cells to allow your products to reach the dermis in one application. And the thing with this one is you actually do see it pretty quickly after using it. And the next day I just feel like my skin is looking on point. Another great at-home thing to do is dermal rolling. You just need the right guidance. So forget looking on YouTube. All of the YouTube stuff I've seen with people showing how to roll and then using the products afterwards, I see a lot of really bad free information out there. So just rest assured knowing that since 2011, I've been working with dermal rolling and specific protocols with it and was actually taught by one of the leading researchers in the space straight out of the gate when I started in the industry in 2011. And the results don't lie. 60 to 90 year olds and also much younger are getting collagen forming in a really cost and time effective way. Lasers definitely have a place with doing some deeper resurfacing and maybe getting results a little bit faster. However, whatever your budget is, whatever your lifestyle is, your values, and what you're wanting to do and maybe not what you're wanting to do, that's where the one-on-one -on -one comes in so that I can give you the customized specific guidance that you're looking for and showing you what to say no to and giving you some more direction because I know it's overwhelming. So my whole... My whole intention for you listening to the show here is to become a more conscious consumer. And that's gonna save you time and money and maybe even help you avoid some not so good things that are happening, that could happen down the line, which I've seen firsthand. I've heard about through my colleagues, cause I, I teach, I teach all over the place. So people tell me what they're seeing. And um, there's also some new things that are coming out uh, some published research just over the last couple months with um, with specific pharmacokinetic interactions with different things that people have been exposed to and how that's impacting rejuvenation. This stuff is coming out. I had a feeling it would. I tend to I tend to postulate things and then they usually do come true. Just take that example of me doing skin Zoom consults in 2017 before anybody knew what Zoom was. I, I just, I, I have some of these feelings sometimes and if you're willing to listen, they're gonna help you out. I'm not always right, but when I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> all right, I love you all so much. Have a great rest of your day. Stay high vibe, stay radiant. And again, don't forget your basics. Don't forget to consider the basics of healthy skin, which is cleansing the skin morning and night, moisturizing the skin morning and night, sunscreen every day, and exfoliating a couple times a week using the right products. If you're not sure where to start, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what the basics are. Be sure to download my nine keys to slowing aging. There's four free skin tips as well as five lifestyle tips that you can download right now for free at rachelvarga.ca slash slow aging. Everything I've mentioned is in the description of this episode in the show notes. So check that out. If you have any specific questions, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email info at rachelvarga.ca and let's start the conversation. Have a beautiful day, everyone. And I'm proud of you for hanging out with me right here on the Rachel Varga podcast.